like very clearly. Rattled. I think I had like a new mic or new new camera that I wanted to set up and like wanted to try. Yeah, mm-hmm. recording a little bit differently, but um, yeah. Are you live audio testing? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Seven, two games. Yeah, in in total. Which, I mean, like, I'm not complaining about it. Like, I am exhausted. Mm -hmm. Um but uh, which I know you are too. Like you were just telling me as well. Your schedule coming up is is about to be like bonkers. But yeah, having fun. But I'm I am exhausted to, mm-hmm. to, to say the least. So well, at least he got the work. At least I got the work. Shout out, shout out Bell Media. Oh yeah, we haven't had an episode since that happened. No, it was the day after. That's right. It yeah. was the day after. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I can fill people in on that a little bit. So last episode. You told your story about your kidney stone. Yeah. And then what happened after that? And then what happened after that is Bell Media decided to shut down a shit ton of their radio stations completely unannounced. And 3,500 people, including myself, lost their jobs. Um, all I will say is um, I very much so uh, don't like that company. Yeah. Very much so hate them. Fair. Um, and, and the last thing that I'll say that I keep saying to people is... Um, they have an initiative supporting mental health, mm-hmm. which of course is something that everybody can get behind. But because it's so easy just to tweet Bell, let's talk. Keep in mind that there are other and arguably better ways mm-hmm. to support mental health than tweeting out a hashtag <laughs> once per year. And I would Fuck yeah. strongly urge people to explore those other and better avenues. Yeah, but it's been an eventful uh, month. True. To, to say the least. True. What's going on in your life? What's so your... what I was saying to you earlier, um, today is June 26th. Mm-hmm. Starting tomorrow, there will not be more than two days. Like, yeah, no more than two days that I will spend here sleeping until July 17th. Which is, abs- that doesn't sound <laughs> like, I mean, so people are listening to this. I can't think off the top of my head what date it will be. It won't be tomorrow. It'll be the following Tuesday, whatever. So we'll be into July. So yeah. when people are listening to this, they'll probably be like, "That's like not that." Long. Think about how many. Think about how many mm-hmm. days that is away from your bed. Yeah, that's absurd. Yeah. So I leave for Indianapolis tomorrow mm-hmm. till Friday, and then the day I get back that Friday, we're driving to a Soyuz for Canada Day long weekend. Mm-hmm. So like it's mixed in with our own vacation, but still. But still, <clears throat> so there, Canada Day, long weekend, third, fourth, Monday, Tuesday, back Tuesday, sleep Tuesday, Wednesday <laughs> um, is July 5th. I go to San Diego for July 5th, come back July 6th, July 7th, uh, we leave for Kelowna, mm-hmm. and then we stay in Kelowna till the following Tuesday, which is one of the days, uh, the 10th, I think, mm-hmm. the 11th, I fly to Hawaii, uh, 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th. <clears throat> my birthday's on the 13th, so mm-hmm. I'll be in Hawaii for my birthday. Oh, yeah. Um, Humble brag. And then come back <laughs> on the Friday. Oh, well, I might have softball. Ven's got softball provincials mm-hmm. for that Saturday, Sunday. So actually, we'll be home then. But this, the 17th is right then and there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the 18th, I'll fly to Baltimore. <laughs> and then uh, I'll 
do that. And then I think that's that's it for the summer trips. But <laughs> That's it? Yeah. Um, I'm going to come back like 10 years older. I love the... <clears throat> because you, you've, you've said this to me a few times now. I love the supportive... Uh, like the the significant other that plays a recreational sport, mm-hmm. I love the supportive significant other of going to watch them play. Yeah, well, the I'm sport. I'm the assistant coach. Are you so, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were just like being supportive boyfriend going to watch all the I games. I mean, I probably would. Yeah, ha- have to. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that. <laughs> wow, assistant coach, that's a bit big for you. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not really. No, but I love that. Like, I play like just in a men's league lacrosse as well, and like all the wives and, and girlfriends and mm-hmm. significant others go to watch and stuff. And like, they're usually a part of the team party at the end of the year. Like, it becomes like such a, oh, a fun yeah, thing. That's great. I think that's so sick. The going to going to watch. Oh, it's a good time. Yeah, yeah. I played a softball game a couple uh, week and a bit ago. Yeah, like a slow pitch like beer league. Yeah, I was still sore like a week after. Was that because you used to play when you were uh-huh. like younger? Was yeah. that like your first time kind of playing? I played another time like a year back before, but I pulled my hamstring. <laughs> and then I also pulled my hamstring the last time too. So I was say, me, me and Ben were doing a lot more running. Yeah. So we've been running. Like I'm almost up to working full 5K without stopping. Mm-hmm. Um, did not help for shit for mm-hmm. that game. Of course. At all. Because yeah. it's all different muscles. Yeah. Right? Fast twitch muscles. Stuff yeah. like that. Doesn't work when you're just doing a nice slow jog, right? You ever heard of stretching before? Or huh? any, you ever heard of stretching? Huh? Uh, what have you ever <laughs> uh i tried to i did a little bit stretch and hydrate it's rule number one but <laughs> rules are meant to be broken yeah um mm-hmm. all right well let's move on <laughs> um, as you can probably tell from the way the show has started it's gonna be a little bit scrambly because we are really falling for yeah. the the loosely structured shit show that we originally yeah, started that's as. right so we're just fitting our own mantra exactly so we're this is all uh this is all planned that's what it is yeah um but we will be talking about pop punk yeah of course as we always do uh something we should get into as well uh because we we talk about chief state as much as we do on mm-hmm. the show with them being gracious enough to let us use their uh music for our intro and outro uh Which they we still p- get flagged on youtube for by the way i feel like we need like a written letter to <laughs> well send i have, the, I have to, the text from joe to like, umg or something whoever Cause like yeah, every time it's on YouTube, it's like this is owned by blah blah blah. <laughs> but we don't get enough YouTube views for it to like matter. matter. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. We're not getting any money from it anyways. But yeah. uh, they just played their first show in a little while. Joe was promoting it uh, when we had him on the show a handful of episodes ago. Um, so that show was uh, last weekend. At, well, at the time of recording, it will have been two weekends. Or at the time that everyone's listening to this, it will have been two weekends ago. But they played their show like with Costin, another band that's up in uh, from from Kelowna and stuff. Um, so it's cool to see them playing the first show in a little bit. But ended up being kind of a significant show, um, and I would imagine a pretty emotional show for them because do tell uh, one of their guitar players. And if I have the um, order in terms of like chrono- chronological. That's not the correct phrasing of that. But um, if I understand the the band correctly, uh, Nick Pang was one of the co-founders of the band. It was him and Fraser that, that started this band. And mm. this show was Nick's last show with the band. He kind of They announced uh. that he was going to be departing un, under like no bad terms whatsoever, yeah. just moving on to focus on his other project, which is called uh, Later Days, by the way. You can find them on Spotify. Very different vibe than Chief State. If you're going there expecting pop punk, you're going to mm-hmm. be completely shocked. But it's very good. I was, I was listening to it all yesterday. It's uh, it's very uh, 
how would I describe it? A lot more mellow, but cool. still uh, like in a different way, a lot of the same energy. But mellow in the sense of like turnover. Maybe a little bit like that. Uh, I, I, it kind of gave me like beachy vibes a little bit. Does that make sense to I you like at all? Beachy vibes. Yeah. Okay. Go listen to later days. Yeah. You would probably you would, you would probably like them, but. Um, yeah, and truth be told as well, like we were trying to get Nick on the show for this. Um, I think it just ended up being a little bit too last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to continue to reach out to totally. him um, and, and see if we can make it happen in the future because I would love to hear his perspective of what the emotions were like uh, departing a band that you helped start that has a lot of momentum on their side. Like, mm-hmm. what was that like from his perspective and from everybody's perspective, realistically, having this band that's so important to the scene right now locally? Yeah. Um, and having it be one of the founders last show with them. So, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. What do you, what, what are your thoughts on, uh, <clears throat> on, uh, the, the chief state show and the departure of Nick Pang? I think it's good when somebody from a band can leave on good terms. Yeah. Totally. Like when everybody is very supportive of it and understands that, you know, you've got some other, you got some more work to do mm-hmm. on your own thing, whatever you want to explore. And the fact that some of those band members can give them the, the kind of grace and the, the, not necessarily the blessing, but just like the support to go off and, and do that, knowing that, you know, they're probably going to be okay mm-hmm. for, for that. I think that's a good, healthy thing. Yeah, totally. And I think as well, like it made me think a lot about that, that podcast that I told you about a few episodes ago, um, where, uh, Derek from somebody one is being interviewed. Uh, it was like tuna on toast with striker or something mm. like that. Um, Derek at one point was talking about how he was offered at one point during the pandemic, um, this, label or this company wanted to buy the rights to all of like every single song in the sum 41 catalog so they would no longer be owned Mm. by the guys in the band they would now be owned by this label kind of thing and it was derek said it was very tempting because it was almost like this um i i I probably have the phrasing wrong but if i remember it correctly it almost became this feeling of like fight or flight where yeah like you can get a paycheck out of it but all of a sudden now you're in this situation where now you have to start completely from scratch. You don't have anything you in your catalog have, yeah. anymore. So there's this pressure to try to come up with something new. And that right. really excited Derek in, mm. in, when he was describing it. This could be, I mean, and I'm putting words in, in Nick's mouth here. And also, I've never met him before. I've mm-hmm. never talked with him. So um, I hope that we get the, uh, a chance to in the future. Um, especially Joe has talked so highly of him. But um, I would imagine it's it's kind of a similar feeling where now you have this completely different project that you're working on. Um, they already have music on Spotify, but it's a much smaller catalog than what he's leaving with Chief State. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, in a way, you're sort of starting from scratch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yep. There's this pressure that a lot of people, some people crumble under, some mm-hmm. people thrive under. So um, pretty cool situation for uh, for Nick Pang and yeah. for Chief State to enter a new chapter of their career. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, you tagged me in a video on TikTok <laughs> yeah. last week as well that I know you wanted to talk I sent, about. Yeah, I sent you over this TikTok because I was like, I was reading it or I was watching it and uh, it was Boys Like Girls put out this like, it, it's kind of like a documentary for the releasing a new song, which I think is out now, which I should listen to, which mm-hmm. I haven't. Um, but a new album, and as you mentioned, there's a tour coming out for them as well, which they are the uh, yeah new tour that they're going to announce, which I think is going to be rad just to see because that video really had it really put a lot of like the whole reason why we were doing this podcast and yeah. the perspective. Just it was like, like a big monologue, essentially huge, huge monologue, and it like it gave me just a newfound respect for them, 
especially just because that was the band that I listened to the most growing up. Very, really? Oh, very emo style. I was a big Boys Like Girls fan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, me and uh, me and Stephanie in grade eight would uh, like listen like in the hallways. We'd share earbuds and stuff <laughs> and listen to Boys Like Girls and stuff. I had the band shirt and uh, yeah, it was just like that's probably the band that I associate like the experience of pop punk and emo with mm-hmm. like the most, even though they weren't really pop punk, they were more emo, but mm-hmm. Again, it all kind of blends together, but yeah. So that band really had a special place in my heart. So I'm really excited to see. Yeah. Um, so they released two singles now. Though I think the first one that they were talking about mostly in this monologue was called uh, "Blood and Sugar." Yeah. Um, another single that they have released that I assume is going to be on this on this new album that they're working on is called "Language." Mm-hmm. Um, and the tour that they're going on is called the "Speaking Our Language" tour. And listen to this lineup. And keep mm-hmm. in mind, not not every band is going to be at every set. Sure. But uh, for us, they're coming to Vancouver. They're going to the Commodore Ballroom, which is Fan electric, fantastic. So maybe the tickets will be uh, affordable, and maybe we. What's can the go. definition of affordable? I'm thinking minimum hundred bucks. As I was going to say, a hundred or less. Yeah, is what I would. I'm if, thinking minimum hundred bucks. It depends on how much. Okay, but let me let me read yeah, the yeah, lineup, yeah. and then people will maybe that that'll help justify a decision or not. So, um, boys like girls is obviously the headliner. I got to imagine these guys are like the co-headliner mm-hmm. um, because I would say they're probably the next biggest band, if not bigger. But uh, State Champs, mm-hmm. which they rock. Uh, State Champs is awesome. Yeah, um, and I will. I hope that they come to the Vancouver part mm-hmm. of the show because I would love to see them live. They seem like a band that's like outgrown the Commodore, which is yeah. awesome because uh-huh. to see a band that that could probably do good numbers at in like Abbotsford or yeah. at like the Pacific Coliseum mm-hmm. to see them play in a venue like the Commodore, I think would be yeah. electric. And I know my brother's going to be fired up about that mm-hmm. as well because he really likes state champs. But other bands on the card as well. Uh, four years strong, three oh three, which would be <laughs> so funny. That's gonna be rad. Yeah, that's gonna be wild. Uh, the Somerset, the Ready Set, those are two different yeah, bands, by yeah. the way. Uh, Lolo, Every Avenue. I knew a couple Every Avenue songs back in yeah. the day. Say We Can Fly and Max Bemis. Um, I don't know those. That's last all. Two bands. No, those aren't gonna fit all into one night. You no, know, and, and they have like uh, you can go. I'm just looking at the boys like girls mm-hmm. Instagram page. They have like the poster, so you can go see. At the bottom, they have like a legend kind of thing <laughs> with like logos of which of oh, okay. some bands that are gonna be at other shows and so on. So you can uh, check that out as well on the boys like girls Instagram. But yeah, we you and I were talking. I think on the last episode mm-hmm. about how. Every band should go and have to play a show at a place like the Commodore Ballroom, yeah. and it seems like, like what a crazy coincidence because like, um, Boys Like Girls isn't necessarily like this crazy huge out of this world band, but at one point they were pretty significant in terms of numbers in huge. the scene. Yeah, huge. And they opened for Avril Lavigne. Did they? In two thousand eight, I went to the concert. Whoa. I got a T shirt. Wow. Yeah. Where? I was two thousand seven actually. Um, Rogers. Oh wow! Yeah, that's were a little big. bit bigger they than the were big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think it's cool that they're playing a, sh- a show at the Commodore because I think the environment is going to be pretty bumping. Yeah. Um, especially when they start playing the old tracks. Yep. I can't. Youngest I, person there is going to be our age for sure. Yeah, without a <laughs> doubt. And I, 
imagine or like, I, I kind of wonder if like a song like Love Drunk is one of those songs that they're kind of tired of playing but uh-huh. that's going to be one of those ones where the entire place is going to be screaming those words when, yeah. they, when they hear the intro to the song yeah so I think the Commodore and also like I said like State Champs is, it would be unreal 303 is going to be interesting interesting they're going to be like the new age cuckoo kangaroos <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. So uh, 303. Um, Don't trust a hoe. <laughs> I'm not coming to your party, girl. <laughs> um, uh, th- this topic of boys like girls it, is a good transition into kind of what we're going to, like the bulk of the show. Um, but before we get too much into that, as per usual, I got to ask you what you've been listening to. So let's put a, let's put a pin <laughs> in that for a second. Yeah. And let me quickly ask you. What you, um, you asked me just before, like we started, like, do you have any more podcasts? Oh my <laughs> are gosh. you just like, are you binged out, man? So you listen to S Town? I've listened to everything. I every everything that I've found, um, I've like gone through already. Everything yeah. that you've sent me, um, or told me to listen to, I've, yeah. I've listened to. And like, I I feel like I'm kind of particular with these documentaries or mm-hmm. or podcast, uh, whether they're audio form or vi- or mm. um, like video form. We Jen and I started watching this one last night on Netflix called like the Wild West or or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not a new documentary, um, but uh, I've never seen it before. But it was like something as small the in the editing or the editors the the font that they used mm. for the title and everybody's title when there's a new person <clears> being <throat> introduced is so hard to read and I oh, can't yeah. get around that and it's like ruining the documentary uh-huh. for me. So. I am very particular when when I'm looking for these true crime style um, podcasts or documentaries to watch or yeah. listen to. Um, so, like, truth be told, like, I went to Serial and I scrolled through and I listened to the trailer of every single one. Yeah. And there was, like, only one that I was like, yeah, this kind of, this sounds pretty interesting. And then I got halfway through and I was like, which Which season? I don't remember. Um, was it the one with Adnan Syed? Because it's season one. Season one of Serial is the one you need to listen to. Okay. Everything else, don't bother. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll try that one then. Because I there was one that was like it was like a political based one talking about like uh, stealing votes or something. Like yeah. That. No. And it's I was not, like, no. 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 The the trailer sounded like fine, and then I got through it like the first episode, and I was like, uh, No, you got to listen just just season one of Serial. That's okay. it. Okay. I don't. I haven't listened to anything else. I don't care about. Okay. It. I'll give that a shot. And uh, then yeah, like my my music in general, like I'm just kind of bored of my music right now. That's the thing. Me too. Like that's kind of why I've been bored. I'm just grabbing my phone. Yeah. Here. No worries. I'm like I I'm good. Going through phases, and with the nice weather as well, like, I get in these moods where I want to listen. Like, I've been jamming, like, old all-time low with my window down. Oh, like, yeah. screaming the words kind of thing. Or, beach like, old Sum 41. Yeah, the beach, exactly. That's, like, mm-hmm. my go-to all-time low summer song. But, um, yeah, I'm just kind of, like, tuckered out with my music right That's now. That's the thing. And I drive so much, so a, a documentary-style podcast is, is right up my alley mm-hmm. these days. So. Yeah, I know, right? That's the thing. That's kind of where... I've been at it's just I haven't really had anything recent into my my like tunes um I've been yeah no it's just not it's not a whole lot um you ever heard of binky before binky yeah binky no no binky is really good what the fuck is um that? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a band oh um but I always think of do you, do you ever watch uh, Arthur growing up yeah you remember binky uh, which one? Which he's like he had that? like the, he's like the weird like f- elongated face, this bigger guy. 
there was an episode of Arthur where um, somebody kept spray painting Binky on like the side of like the <laughs> okay. the the building and stuff, <laughs> and like it turned out that it wasn't Binky who was doing it. There was a band called Binky in the show that did it, <laughs> and just I can't think of that band without thinking of that Arthur episode. Wow. Um, okay. <laughs> but anyway, the song that I've been listening to a lot is. Um, it's like, oh God, what is it here? Um, awkward. It is <clears throat> seasick. <laughs> seasick is the seasick one. Seasick, yeah, by Binky. Yeah. What kind of music is it? I don't know. It's like it's just like all pardon me. It's like alternative. <laughs> I don't know. It's really hard to. Do you have anything that you could compare it to, or is it that unique? Uh imagine like. <laughs> I can't believe this is putting you on the spot that much. <laughs> I want to say it's almost like Franz Ferdinand. Oh. But more rocky. That's... I guess. Way out of left I, field. Yeah. That's not what I that's trying to. That's all. the best thing I can kind of compare it to. Very interesting. Um, Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to look at, like, similar artists, but it's like I've never heard of any of these bands before. <laughs> so that's kind of the closest thing I can compare it to. Fair. But okay. Yeah. Binky, great. All right, so uh, I'm listening to nothing right now, and right? you're listening to Binky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm listening to Dungeons and Daddies podcast. Oh, it's a Dungeons and Dragons style podcast. I assumed it's, it's very, it's very loose. <laughs> Not a BDSM podcast. That's what they say in the thing. Um, I've only ever ran into somebody one other time that listened to this podcast. Like, you don't really like talk about podcasts with other people, right? It's not really a thing. Yeah, I mean, other than, I mean, like, some, like the big ones, right? I'd say some of these smaller ones, it's just... Yeah, I mean, like, I talk about it with... Well, it, it depends, because, like, I have some people on occasion that will ask me the same question that I ask you, which mm-hmm. is, like, hey, I need a podcast to listen to, and then, like, yeah. I'll talk about... Or, like, I've talked about it with some, uh, like, one of Jen's brothers, like, a handful of times. Like, he's looking for... He's always looking for podcasts. But it's always stuff. recommendations, though. Yes, yeah. Oh, you're saying, like, you don't... You, it's never like, really, like, a discussion. And, ah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. a good point. That's what I mean. So that was cool. But um, when me and Ben were at the driving range yesterday, mm-hmm. I was like teaching her, like showing her a little bit how to, how to get good swing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she said some good ones. And she's and like, so I was like, so you just got to, you know, make sure when you get your arm straight back or something, your hip is pointed back, your, you know, your knee's not as bent when it's, you know, <laughs> twist all the way back. And she's like, so basically you're just saying, just hit the ball. So do it. <laughs> and then we both quoted Sonny just like, so do. <laughs> and the guy beside us just turns around. He's like, did you guys just quote "It's Always Sunny"? <laughs> <laughs> we're like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> oh my god, it was what a great. Feeling. So we just talked to him about "Sunny" for yeah. a bit. Yeah, it was good. Wow, I don't think that there's a more humbling experience than having someone tell you what to do in in terms of like golf, mm-hmm. and then you just still whiff the ball anyway. Oh yeah, that is especially when you're at the driving range, or if you're brave enough to make it out onto the course. You're on uh-huh. a tee box, and there's people waiting to tee off after yeah. you, and you're trying to just incorporate everything that people bend your knees, yeah, line yeah. up this foot, swing this thoughts, part. Just... Yeah, exactly. Just uh, my my uncle has this like famous line. He uses it on us um, uh, when we go bowling, but I've used mm-hmm. it on people when golfing. Mm-hmm. Um, he says when bowling, um, when you're walking up. Do you inhale or exhale? <laughs> and you just get put in this mental pretzel. 
So use that on someone when they're like, a, hey, when you're on your backswing, are you inhaling or exhaling? Oh, my God. And then it's God. Some, and they're like trying to do both at the yeah. same time. Like, um. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. What a wild time. I think one of the best inventions I've seen is putting a live stream camera on the first tee. Like into like the clubhouse. That is content. Yeah, that's a great idea. Because then you can like you could play side bets. Yes. You could just like sit and watch people tee off on there. And oh man, I think that would be a fantastic. Because remember, as Swanee said, right? Yeah. Just like you see the two first tees right there, mm-hmm. and like we would always judge people. Oh on yeah, the first tee off shot always. Oh yeah, and we knew as soon as we went up there too, the same thing was gonna happen <laughs> to us, right? So. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, okay, should we take the pin out of the uh, the boys like girls thing and, and get back into it? Because yeah. uh, we thought it would be a good time with that monologue, like video from boys like girls. Um, it felt like a good opportunity to kind of revisit the topic. I mean, we've talked about it a little bit before, but kind of revisit the topic of bands that are coming back. And mm-hmm. I mean, you even made the comment with boys like girls playing at the Commodore that people our age will probably be the youngest people at the show yeah and it's sort of a it's like an interesting debate or conversation about which bands are doing it with good intentions and which bands are a little bit more which ones are riding the wave exactly yeah that's the part of the interesting interesting discussion because i Literally, just because Boys Like Girls put out that video where the I don't even know what the lead singer's name is. <clears throat> like, shame on me for not. I should have been more prepared. But mm-hmm. um, he's talking into this microphone and giving this long speech about where they've been over the years yeah. and how all of them have still stayed friends and their yeah. kids are friends and they still they like watch football together mm-hmm. and, and their families are friends and they're still so connected. I think that's just so fucking cool he's so so sick That's so cool and it makes it seem a lot more genuine them making this uh like rebirth into the scene because yeah. it's not like they broke up and they hate each other and they see this opportunity to make some money by just going and doing a reunion tour yeah. and cashing in on the whole like emo resurgence and when we were young festival and all this kind of stuff Mm-hmm. They, <clears throat> they were like the supporting everybody else in their own side projects, doing their own thing. Exactly. And I think um, it was the the drummer who really wanted to be like, when the fuck are we getting back together? When are we doing this? Mm-hmm. And then yeah, it was I think Blood and Sugar was the song that was shown to him, and he's like pauses it halfway as he's sh- like showing him the song. He's like, dude, this is a boys like girls. Yeah, song. this is a song. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> excuse me. I oh, the here. the drummer's nickname, Beef. <laughs> fucking great <laughs> thank dude's you name, so much for adding that his name is beef <laughs> that would be an interview that i would love to have and ask the origins of the nickname beef yeah let's <laughs> let's interview beef yes let's write that down <laughs> in the notes um but yeah like the i i urge everybody to go to their tiktok or their instagram where wherever they can find this video and go listen to it and i guarantee you it's going to give you chills if you were somebody that listened to the band back in the day or are mm-hmm. still invested in the scene like we are in the culture like we are and stuff because it kind of gives you that you know like it's very easy to get wrapped up in that cynical kind of wave of thoughts of like Oh my God! Now these guys are coming back, like, and they're just—they're <laughs> not really writing anything new. They're just kind of ri- trying to ride the wave, and and it can feel very cynical. Um, not that that's the case with everybody, but mm-hmm. me personally, I would say I'm less of an optimist. 
yeah. and more of, in my opinion, I guess I would say like a realist. Mm-hmm. So in a lot of cases, that's where my mind goes. My mind goes to like, what are the motives here kind of thing. Yeah. Um, in this case with boys like girls, it doesn't seem like that's the case at all. It seems no. like these are guys that are still all buddies. They're still writing music. They're passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And they want to come back and, and play their old tunes, but also play some of their new stuff. And that's yeah. a really good feeling for me that's a little bit more cynical yeah. in nature to see something that feels genuine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the drummer, John Keefe, could be why his name <laughs> Beef, <laughs> and the lead singer, Martin Johnson, they're the two original founding members. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like uh, their newest additions, Jamel and Gregory, came on in 2023 and 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, one of their former lead guitars, Paul Giovanni, was there since the beginning, but he left in 2022, mm-hmm. interestingly enough. Left so, in 2022? Yeah. So that's not that long ago. No. Holy. Yeah. Wow. So, but um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to hear it. Yeah, so am I. And have you listened to the, the two new tracks that they put out yet? Nope. They, I mean, they sound like Boys Like Girls songs. Like, Good. They, they were correct in their analysis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These, these are Boys Like Girls songs. Um, can you think of any bands off the top of your head? I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot here yeah. that are, and I'm sort of I'm putting you on the spot and asking you to like sh- to take a shot uh-huh. at somebody. But can you think of any bands off the top of your head that have sort of made a resurgence and it feels a little disingenuous? Mm. Or or on the other side of the coin, like a band that's coming back that in the same vein that we're talking like talking about with Boys Like Girls feels good feels genuine feels right. like everybody's well excited about one it. band that i'm curious to check out because they actually just released a song in february is we the kings oh yeah so they put out a, a new track in february called everything else can wait mm-hmm. i haven't even listened to it yet i'm just seeing it right here so i'm curious to see where that comeback is but it's it's with all those other smaller bands mm-hmm. right i mean at the time they were kind of like so um uh, Forever the Sickest Kids, those guys, yep. uh, Mayday Parade. And, you know, there are some other bands that have been continuously putting out. I think Mayday Parade is kind yeah. of, they've, like, ne- they never really went away. No, but and, and neither, I guess, is all-time low. Mm-hmm. But some of those bands who kind of went away and came back, I feel like i got to take a little bit more look into that. Do you remember Hey Monday? I do remember Hey Monday. Yeah. Are they back? No. Oh. But, um... <laughs> Um. Yeah, Cassidy Pope was on The Voice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like she was just like her talent level was just way Too above. High. That's how, for that. For that's that an band. interesting point because I've brought that up with my brother about uh, Derek from uh, State Champs. Yeah, about how I feel like he his voice is and his vocals are like good enough that he could kind of. This is like a poor way to phrase it, but sort of price himself out of pop punk. Mm-hmm. Like he could be doing other things and and utilizing his his vocal range, yeah, uh, in those ways. But uh, pretty interesting as well. I'm pretty sure Cassidy Pope like left the, like she became a country singer. Yes, and then I think she recently came back. Or I'm or, not sure what she's doing. I, I think but... she started doing something more in like the the pop punk. I could be wrong about that, but let's see. I saw Cassidy Pope live. Uh, wow. One of the years, me and Dom went to Watershed. Sweet. And she was in her country phase. So Nice. Uh, yeah. She got a lot of listeners. Yeah, she got a lot of tracks. People that I love leave. That sounds very emo. Pop punk and yeah. emo. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I can't really. Uh, do you have any other bands off the top of your head that, that came are. In, came out in April. I want to see All American Rejects. Are they coming back? No. But I remember. 
They opened for Blink when we saw them a couple years ago, right? Yeah. And they had some new music coming out at they the time. They did. But, but that was in like 2015 or something. Yeah. It was a long time ago. A couple years ago. Jesus Christ. Almost. It was like eight <laughs> years ago. Um, but I'm looking at the, their latest releases, but I haven't... There's nothing that's like showing up. There's a new al- it was an album in 2023, I guess, Tell Me I'm Alive. That came out in March. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. So I got that to listen to. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I, I I feel like there needs to be more, because they're all going to be at the, uh, what's that festival? When We Were when Young we were Festival, young, yeah. which I still think would be great to go to. But yeah, I agree. Too much money. <laughs> I just think um, it's like, it's kind of a fine line, and I see both sides of it with bands. Like, I'm never going to fault anybody for for like earning themselves a bag. Mm-hmm. Like I'm never going to fault anybody for doing what they can to make as much money as they can. As long as like, you're not hurting yourself or anybody else. And, and all that, kind of, all that jazz, like I will never fault anybody for that. Yeah. So I understand the people that are, or the bands, I guess that do see this as an opportunity to come back into the limelight and, mm-hmm. and make a little bit of a comeback, earn themselves a paycheck or a handful of paychecks. Yeah. Um, and then when this, pop punk wave inevitably kind of fizzles out again like every mm-hmm. genre of music does before it comes back again kind of thing yeah um they're gonna kind of go back into the darkness and and we won't see them again until the next resurgence so mm-hmm. I, I do understand the bands that are taking advantage of that a little bit and i don't think you'd ever really be able to prove the disingenuous like nature of mm-hmm. it but I don't know. It's just one of those things, I guess, that for me, like, you know it when you see it. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I guess to wrap it up, seeing what boys like girls are doing makes me feel more hopeful than cynical about the situation as a whole. Yeah. I agree. So, I don't know. But like I said, like, it's, it's, uh, it can be a controversial debate, debate. Either way, like, it's a pretty good debate, I think, to, to hear both sides of it. So, um, there's our opportunity to plug the Discord. Um, True, which and, I feel like, every, yeah, we've been lacking too in there, but but it's still there. It's still there. Come join, and we're still there. Yeah, I put okay. <laughs> so I put the star emoji in there, the sparkle emoji in the chat because apparently there was a way that you could do that to unlock the new mobile view of Discord. There's a new view. Oh, that's why you did that. Yeah, you have to do it. You have to put in the sparkle emoji. You have to like press and hold on it. You got to hold on one of the things for a couple seconds and then boom, you get the new mobile view. And did it work? It did. Oh, really? Yeah, it did. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Uh I thought you were doing that just to be like, hey guys, what's up? I'm here. Sparkle. (laughs) No. We uh, officially have uh, 10 reviews on... on Spotify Get because we out. have we have like the the average rating now I saw and it was ah. like 4.8 stars so fuck you, you to whoever whoever didn't <laughs> rate it 5 stars you pieces of shit <laughs> <laughs> there's at least 10 of you that have rated and I bet you I can I can count who you are oh my so god so whichever one of you scumbags didn't vote 5 stars <laughs> wait okay sorry no I ha- okay don't end the episode yet is it you? I need no. <laughs> I need to tell you something. Okay. So um, we had this work event. Okay. Last week. Okay. And part of it was, you need to write something down about yourself that nobody else would know. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. So anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> um, and you have to try to guess like who had the thing, right? Yeah. So I got like the person who get it like 
put it all together. I did it last minute. She's like, give me your thing. Like, tell me. I'm like, uh, okay. okay. So I quickly wrote something. I was like, I was in a band and we got like, we recorded stuff in studio and stuff, which is cool. And then I sent it off. And I was like, fuck. Now they're going to ask to listen to it. Every, everybody knows that I play music. Like oh. nobody else. Like everybody knows that I play music. So like instantly that's going to be the one. Yeah. So when we were at the work party, everybody was in a circle and like took one and read it out. And we all had to guess. And not only was like, everybody else gone before me i was the last one so there was nobody else but me anyway so it was like i was in bed yeah recorded and and then some of our analysts are like can i listen to it i'm like nope yeah and, good uh, answer. and i was like you sure can good answer. uh and i was like the only way you're gonna be able to find it is if you listen to the podcast so this morning and i were oh god it's terrible because of course i'm talking to a bunch of internet analysts who know how to find information yeah so one of them this morning she was like hey i'm like what's up she's like i like your music i'm like Fuck! <laughs> what a scary feeling <laughs> yeah and i was like oh god oh my god i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah so yeah that's known oh um there if any of you internet analysts that know Colton happen to be listening to this. Um, I mean, I'm still not a great singer, but I've gotten a little bit better than that. So, and we've gotten a little bit better than a- that. In apparently, general. our day to remember video. Yeah. On YouTube. Our day to remember. Like our cover with me jingling the keys. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> they told me it was. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, I know. I didn't even know it was on there. <laughs> I know what I'm gonna try to find on my way home today. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So there you go. So it's not a myth. The one of you playing percussion on a CD case with your keys does exist. <laughs> <It> does, <yeah. laughs> good to know. Yeah. All right. Well, that feels like a good place to end it on some uh, public embarrassment for yeah. the both of us. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, find us on Discord. Follow us on the socials. And uh, we'll talk to you guys in about two weeks' time. Maybe. We might have to do a, an episode where I'm remote. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully we'll talk to you guys in yeah. about two weeks' time. Bye. Leave a comment on the video or on our YouTube page. Yeah, on our YouTube page or in the Instagram or on Discord. What is your favorite band that you wanted to come back and has come back or should come back and maybe could also release new songs? Let it in the tell us in the something in the chat in there. Okay, so that was good. Be a part Uh, (laughs) of the conversation. Um,